Streets of Rage 4 is a well-optimized retro-style brawler perfectly suited as a side distraction from the ever-larger games of today. Though I do not typically seek out this style of game, I enjoyed causing havoc on the streets with my brother with this one. I do not plan to take advantage of how replayable this game is, but one playthrough was enough for me to recommend this as a fun romp into that quirky, funky 90s feel once more. Well, well, this game is beautiful, has smooth animations, a short runtime, and lots of replayability. It's just not for me. I enjoyed my time with it, but this style of game doesn't work for me, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't recommend it. If you love the beat-em-ups, this seems like a solid choice of your time. Let's talk about it for a bit. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this game worth your time? I am the rage that makes sure you don't waste your time when you're host, Michael. Well, if you're playing it that way, then I'm from the streets, and my name's Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized in my notes, I called this game Steets of Rage, not Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the first game we played together, couch co-op styles. It took us... An hour and 51 minutes and 53 seconds to make our way to the credits. Yeah, that's exactly what I have written down. What do you know? I'm kidding. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you'd have it. It was a couch co-op. So just talking about our interest, it seems like you're pretty high on this game, but it doesn't sound like you want to go back to it, but that's okay. I actually was just thinking after hearing yours, I believe we both in a roundabout way feel about the same with this game. Yeah, so we'll we'll dive into that, but I think we should start with the history. Uh, We have not played any other Streets of Rage game. This is our first Streets of Rage, and I think that can be kind of fun. It's not my first beat-em-up style game, of course, but I think it'll be a good from a, a review time, worth your time point of view. We jumped into it, and we'll talk about if that if it's an approachable game for newcomers and all that jazz. Streets of Rage 4 was released on April 30th, 2020, developed by Dotemu, which seems to be the main developer, but also Lizard Cube and Guard Crush Games also de- helped develop this game. And it was published by Dotemu. D-O-T-E-M-U. Dotemu? I, th- I believe I was actually reading that out loud, too. I, I don't exactly know the correct way of pronouncing yeah. that. They got a you're cool probably logo. right. It looks like a orange cube is the logo <laughs> last time I looked. Nice so, yeah. There's a cool tidbit in here. After Lizard Cube's artist, who is Ben Fiquette, F-I-Q-U-E-T. He finished working on the remake of Wonder Boy, A Dragon's Trap, which was an amazing art style, so good on him. Apparently, he wanted to work on remastering the original Streets of Rage games, which I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But the programmer decided to leave and work on his own project, so he's like, well, nah, I can't do it because they worked in tandem with the other game. Mm. So Dotemu and this artist went to Sega and... Sega lent them the license, and they were like, you can do a sequel to the game. I was like, well, that's pretty awesome. Hopefully that didn't catch you. (laughs) But if it did, well, whatever. So this game was born by people loving the art style in those older games, and now we got a sequel to a game from 1994, I believe. 1994, yeah. That was the insane part to me. I was like, wait, what? How does this happen? Anything can come back nowadays. But I think that's a pretty cool story. And Sega giving them the chance and the opportunity to do it, I think that's pretty awesome well, yeah and, and i would say from the art style perspective like they absolutely hit the nail on the head it feels like you're playing a game back in the 90s when you're playing this just what? with all the optimizations of yeah today. exactly and it's got some really crisp looking animations which will i'm sure we will get into i think the, one of the big things is 
we need to start with, I don't have nostalgia for this series, this franchise at all, but it's weird. I do feel nostalgic, kind of going off what you said, I feel nostalgic playing it. I actually understand what you mean there, but I, I couldn't decide if the nostalgia feeling that I was having was based off of the game itself. It kind of had like the old school Ninja Turtle beat em up yeah, from the arcades it. or what we played at the house. Yeah, which again, I'm actually really excited for the new one, Shredder's Revenge. Same publisher, which yeah. is cool. It's possible that game's out by the time you guys hear this. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I'm, that'd be yet. cool. But anyways, that or just the idea of playing a couch co-op game, whenever I sit down and play, especially with either you or Kevin, I just kind of get like the late 90s, early 2000s feel. That's so I couldn't decide if that's what was happening. I'm not. sure it had a factor, you know, yeah. we didn't play this on like an old school tv or anything but it's still it has that feeling of a 90s beat-em-up and maybe because i feel like i only played those games back then for the most part or maybe maybe mid 2000s i played a couple here and there but <laughs> yeah, that actually makes me wonder if i were to play a game that i've never played before but i just lugged around like an old school tv into someone's house if i would just feel nostalgic because <laughs> i was doing that it'd <laughs> <laughs> be a little awkward but you know i mean you remember we all did that with like the halo back oh no, that's true we did we brought our own tvs and lugged them around it was great so i've as i alluded to in my intro i don't usually tend to play these type of games it's not that i don't like them per se they just don't really I don't feel a drive to go complete them or play Which, them. Which, you actually surprised me. I thought you were really going to like this. So what is it about the game that you just... Or what is it about these style of games that don't fit your... Need? I don't know. And I have, I've been trying to... It's been playing over my mind. Even as I was researching and answering the questions we send each other back and forth, I still can't put it... It's just not my <laughs> cup of tea. I don't know what it is. Well, I like the art style. I like the music. I like a lot of the mechanics, which we'll dive into. It just doesn't... I have no reason, like I thought about going back into playing the old games, and I just don't have a reason to for some reason. Is it the high score mechanic to it? Because I feel like that's one of the big replayability functions. Yeah, having like a points. ranking after every level and stuff. And timing and all your combos right to make sure you score more points. Yeah, I mean, that probably has a factor. I don't really care about that stuff too much, even though I like leaderboards in general too. I just hmm. like seeing my place on them. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know what it is. It's so, not my wheelhouse. So again, then in a weird way, like I already stated, we're kind of similar here where I actually enjoyed my time playing yeah, this same the here. one time through. I just have no reason to ever go back. <laughs> not unlocking any of the characters or anything no, like that? No. Okay. It, again, in, I can't decide if it was just I was having more. So th that's, the, that's the thing, right? Like if I played this by myself, I would never play it I was thinking the exact same thing. If, okay. If I was solo... I probably would have finished it, maybe, but I don't think I would have enjoyed it. See, if I was better at doing my intros, I probably would have said something like that. It just, it, to me, this is the quintessential example of like, you need to have someone else, at least in my point of view, which I think you agree to. Yeah, like this, this style this, of game in general. Yeah, maybe that's what this is. I almost wonder though, is it more fun though, because we played sitting next to each other? Or what if we had done this where I was at, you know, my place, you were at your place and we were playing yeah. it? Yeah, maybe, we had the same? If, maybe we had voice chat. Not which I assume they did, but maybe that's it. I usually play most of my games single player. The amount of times where you can have a bunch of people over, I don't think I would go to this game style mm. to play with another person. I would go with my Mario parties, my Smash, stuff like that. Agreed. <laughs> I have a funny note. You know, and I can't figure out why this happened to me. While we were playing this, because I was never a big drinker of this, I had the greatest urge to want to drink a Dr. Pepper. While playing and i don't a, know a, why. A dr pepper <laughs> dr pepper specifically not 
Coke, not just soda in general. It was Dr. Pepper. And I can't, I literally, <laughs> I literally wrote it down. Like every time I think of streets of rage, I want to just slurp down a Dr. Pepper. And I don't know why. See, in my head with all the vibrant colors, I thought you'd say like Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Surge. Again, know. but see, I, w- oh, Surge, that, I would have brought that up maybe. Mountain Dew, it's like everyone drinks Mountain Dew all the time. I can't figure out why, but Dr. I think Pepper. of streets of rage, I really want a Dr. Pepper. Well, uh, there you go. Free advertising out there. So going back to your little intro, you did mention something about replayability. And this campaign, I would say, is folk actually the game in general is focused on replayability. Kind of like Star Fox Zero that we talked about earlier. How do you feel about that? I mean, no game should be linked to that game. So <laughs> you know, I would say that Randy. <laughs> there there is a there is a difference between a game that has replayability built into it and a game that has replayability that you have to beat the entire campaign and then play it again. I don't like that style. I like the style where it's like, you know, you have to slowly progress. So you're going through the same areas again and again and again, but you haven't beat the game yet. And so that'd be more akin to like the Ascent in a way or a Diablo where you're just like going no, back. I, and I would, gear, no, 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 I, I would almost say more like, like a Hades or something like that. Those style of games where you're oh, a roguelike, a roguelike where you're, that's the word I was looking for. You're I, I literally have a question mark here. Like there's a word <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't remember it. Yeah, it's that style of like repeated gameplay I, I enjoy. There's something about going through the entire game and then getting all of your unlocks then and then jumping back in to go again. I'm not as excited about that. It just it doesn't do anything for me. So you don't I mean, we used to play 2D fighters all the time, sometimes 3D ones. You don't like going through the the rounds to get the final boss with each character and back and forth or is that a little bit different? It's usually shorter. Maybe it's that a, has it's a to little do. bit shorter. But again, I think the key word you use there is I used. <laughs> oh yeah, that's also it's, true. It's just not something that I enjoy as much. And for me, it's always weird where you're going through it, when they have new unique dialogue for like new characters you unlock. That's at least you're getting something new. There's a lot of games where you're replaying just for the high scores and you're seeing the same cutscenes again. To me, it almost feels like there should be a mode you unlock at the end of games that removes all of that, so you just play and. It starts feeling now, a little clunky to me. Yeah, now I feel like one area of blindness we have in this is we don't know if you pick different characters, if you have different dialogue, or it changes up the routes a little bit from which levels you go to. It might. I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel pretty confident. Maybe dialogue. I feel pretty confident there's nothing changing in the levels. I mean, you do unlock one of the characters you fight in this game, so that would mm. be interesting. So yeah, that's kind of cool. I, like I, I don't know how that would work out, but... Maybe then... It's one of the other characters takes their place. Then. Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing too dramatic, but I feel like it could have a lot of fun with you swapping out characters. And if you're really into this style of game, I think that could be it could increase your time spent on this game and that will increase your worth. There you go. Is it worth your time? There you go. That was pretty well said right there. I like that should be like the slogan, right? I like yeah, that. We'll see. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like you. I, I just don't I don't like chasing high scores uh, or it's very, very rare when I do. And I, I just don't see myself playing this style of game over and over again. What is it this game would need to do to get you to be interested in it? That's the thing. I'm interested in it. I'm just not interested in the way I think the game wants me to be, as in the replayability being the focus. Well, then I guess for the bits of time portion of this, it was worth our time for the one playthrough. Is that enough? Like, is that because that's not going to sell it for gamers, right? You're going to want the replayability aspect of it. Yeah, so I feel like if you love this style of game, this is a perfect choice. It's beautiful. Animation is awesome. I, I mean, okay. I mean, typically, that's, you know, hey, if you love Western RPGs, you're going to love this well, Western Well, no. That, I mean, 
Maybe, but you know th- what? This feels I put like my a- foot in my mouth there. I actually take that entire comment because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not true. Because <laughs> yeah. there's there's a lot of ways you can mess up. Yeah. And me, I, okay, so I've played the old arcade X Men games. I've played the uh, Turtles in Time, and I've played like the Simpsons one. This feels like a very very oh, good that old Simpsons one. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> this one feels like a very good beat 'em up to me, and mm. it felt great. I like a lot of the new additions they added. Should we talk about those, I think? Yeah. So two mechanics that they added in this game was the special abilities. So where you do a special ability, you do more damage, but it hurts you. And I really like that. That's a cool gameplay mechanic. Especially because I feel like when health is a pickup item. So you're like, all right, I can use these items or use these moves. Then pick up the chicken dinner or whatever the frick it is. on there. (laughs) Well, I actually also feel like so that's the type of gameplay uh, implementation in a game like this where if you're someone who likes the high score that's like that almost gamble mechanic to it where yes. like i don't play like that but i could see where that becomes really tactical and i feel like there was enough points in our playthrough where I w- we were kind of strategic strategizing Strate- that is the wrong strategizing yeah there we go <laughs> i was like why does that word sound so funny and I think there was enough times where we were doing that. We're like, all right, you pick this one up. I will do this. And we kept going this back and forth conversation, which I loved about that game. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm not going to two hour, just under two hours spent on it. And I enjoyed my time with that. So I guess this is the weird recommendation then, right? Is like we both enjoyed the game, but one of the key mechanics is the replayability and neither of us is going to enjoy that mechanic. Correct. But the other mechanic that we should talk about that they had is the, I think they're called star moves. Oh, yes. They're really big, flashy moves, and each character has a different one. I thought those were super cool, and they came in handy in like, clearing the little mobs, and they did a bunch of damage to the bosses you fight, or at least a good chunk. Well, speaking of bosses, do you have a favorite encounter? Yes. Oh, I think the bosses in this game are really well done, actually. I, that woman... Whole the uh, I don't remember her name, but oh my goodness, was that I felt like the difficulty spiked. Oh, the Y twin, the Y twins, like the the girl, the girl version. There's the guy version. The guy uses the gun and the yeah. Oh sword. yeah, yeah, that fight. Why don't I remember their name too? <laughs> well, there's, 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 so you fight them individually, and then at the final boss, you fight them together. Oh, maybe that's what it was. For some reason, the the just the woman character. I felt like that fight was annoying oh to me are you thinking head. nova the dominatrix with that, the whip that the whip yeah, lady yeah. that's it okay that's a i think that's a great boss fight she is tough yeah super tough so i think that was cool i think the final boss where you're fighting both the twins and then one gets in the mech that I think, felt like a difficulty spike at the end there too like yeah. that was significantly tougher that last boss battle than the rest yes we I, died more yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder if i i don't know if i Actually, count how many times we died in this game, which is interesting. What? I know it's the first time. Sorry, <laughs> I failed. You know what that is? That's my because it's a co-op game. I seeped into <laughs> the game. <laughs> it just removed you taking care of the stats. <laughs> yeah, so I I think the bosses are really cool. I think standout ones are the Y twins at the end. I think the commissioner, the big burly police guy. I think he. Oh, he yeah. I think that was the second level boss. That was cool. That's basically what's his name from Batman, like beefed up on yeah, steroids. Com- commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah just. He does have a mustache too, so maybe that was their inspiration. Mm. I mean, a lot when I was looking up all these bosses, it seems like a lot of these are returning. I know Nova was from the original Streets of Rage, so she came back. I think that's cool. And then another one I liked was Shiva, the ninja dude. He's got like the oh, I uh, forgot. Yeah, I think he's on the rooftop, and apparently he was a playable character. And I think we, I think we unlocked him. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was an unlockable character. And then another standout was G. DJ K. Washi has 
a super cool design. He's got that like face mask. He's hovering. That that was so out of the weird where they're making all those speakers and like drawing you in to draw people in to like uh, mind control them or something. But yeah, I think that boss fight is absurd in the best of ways. Lots of flashing lights and you're not a DJ. It's just weird. Okay, so then going back to my original question, because you just kind of rattled off all the bosses. Did you that have was a not favorite? All, that was not all of them. I, I know. So were you just naming your favorites? Because yes. for some reason, just knowing you, I'm kind of shocked that the Whip Lady wasn't your favorite. Oh, because of Soul Calibur 2. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it's the, the white. I'm actually glad you clarified that, because otherwise you could read into that too much. Be like, Why does he <laughs> like the girl with the whip? <laughs> I think it's the white twins' final boss. I no, think I, they're I super agree, cool yeah. design. I think they're supposed to be the sons of sons, sons and daughters of uh, the offspring of Mr. X, which apparently was the bad guy in the first three or the last one. I don't know. Mr. X, isn't that Resident Evil? Yeah, but it is also Streets of Rage. Mm, Rage a difference, Mr. X. Yeah, Rage and Residence. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, those two reminded me of some characters from Nier that I kind of, that's why I, I vibed with them quite well. Yeah, I don't, I haven't played that game, so I don't know. It's a tragedy. I think I've played like the first hour or so, but need to get back to it. Mm, yes. yes. Maybe like season like 27. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Sounds good. So you asked me a question. What series would you love to see adapted into this style? So I'm going to ask you your own question first. Oh, well, it's actually really funny. I'm almost ashamed that I brought up Nier because I thought in my head with the characters in Nier Automata, with the fighting style that Platinum Games already has built into that game with their music. I think would make an amazing version of this game. I would love huh. it. There are so many cool little robot characters that are just throwaway baddies that you could throw on every single level. And then the unique boss fights, fighting Adam and Eve, fighting like all the different characters that are in that game. Oh, it'd be so much fun. I would love it. I in out of That's literally what I wrote down. And out of many developers, I could see them, Yokotaro doing that. I oh, mean, 100%. He just made a card game with And it would actually be kind of cool to see him adapt to the Streets of Rage art style too with the near characters. I think that could be pretty fun. Oh, change it up a little bit. Mm. And again, their music would just be slamming. <laughs> uh, so the only game I really thought of, because I remember Tekken Tag Tournament had like a uh, beat em up mode back in the day that we messed around with. I love you that can't game. say that, but you can't say that. That's like no, no, I know exactly. That's the first game that come, came in my head. And so thinking about that game and then thinking about this game, probably Zelda. And it seems like a cop-out. But of all the games, I feel like Hyrule Warriors has a nice collection of characters. Okay. There's a bunch of different enemies, and there could be a lot of cool bosses. I think that could be incorporated within a unique art style that I could see making it work. Okay. Yeah. I could. I mean, I suppose any of the Nintendo franchise-based games could potentially work decently well. So, yeah. Remember, we were, th- we were pitching ideas in one of our previous episodes about Star Fox. That's true. Be the time. It. Bring yeah. them in. <laughs> and I mean... Obviously, Zelda games don't need to branch out at all, but <laughs> no, I mean, no. I think it would be cool. I mean, they did that cool game, Cadence of Hyrule, on the Switch, I believe, and that was a good one. Okay. Uh, we, I guess then I, the other question I asked you, we kind of talked about because we, we had brought up the topic about how Streets of Rage 3 came out in 1994 and this came out in 2020. So I'm going to rephrase the question a little bit and just say, what do you think it is about these older games that are suddenly starting to see a resurgence and people are wanting these games to come back? Instead of new things, because of where we're at, they want, hey, let's remaster this. Let's do this. Like, that's all we hear about nowadays. What is it about gaming? It's a great time to be alive, let me tell you. We're getting a lot of collections of very expensive older games now. You know, you can play them on modern TVs. Don't have to have the retro hookups. It's kind of really nice to be awesome. 
I think the main thing probably comes down to two things. One is money. People obviously are buying these things, so they're like, all right, let's pump them out if we can. But I think, think about everybody that grew up with these games are now older, and they have now hopefully disposable income. Crazy thought. I know. <laughs> but it, if you just think about it, why is things cycling back? Because those people are older, and now they have hopefully disposable income for them to spend the money on, and they're talking about these games, reliving them. You know, A bunch of YouTube channels are like, oh, I wish this game would come back. Maybe publishers are out there looking at all this data and like, all right, this sells, this doesn't. All right, let's bring this franchise back, see how it is. Yeah. I mean, you see the craziest stuff come back. I'm like, there's no way. Like this gaming example, it hasn't been around since 96, 94. That's insane that it came out in 2020. Well, and just think about that. Like it's someone, too, someone who was 10 years old when this game came out in 94. Like, and then now it's like the next, you would have thought, okay, Streets of Rage 4 announced not until 2020, just that thought process of like, that's how long of a gap between the two. That's mind boggling. And I, we, there's a lot of people who complain about, Hey, where's the next fallout or Skyrim? Like, that's not <laughs> even close. <laughs> yeah. 1994 Street of Rage three. I mean, does it need a sequel? I don't think it did. Uh, I mean, I didn't play the three, but it seems like obviously that people weren't clamoring for it, but now they got it and it did really well. on you know, review side, it seemed like people that I've talked with enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with it. So yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic Game Pass game. Not to keep like plugging that, but just the fact that you can just kind of chime in, check it out real quick. I think that's why I put that in the intro. Games nowadays are, are taking up so much time. It's nice to have that little quick yes. jump in. I, I very much appreciate that. I feel like that. this is, I don't mean that as a derogatory term, but like a palate cleanser. So in between those big meteor games, I feel like this is a great choice. Yeah. Well, and, and this even serves a different purpose than like, for instance, we did uh, Far Loan Sales, right? This is even still, they're both about the same length of game, but it's just that this game you can hop in, hop out with really not a lot of investment. Just like, hey, I need to let out a little bit of steam. Let me beat a level real quick. Where a game like Far Loan Sales or Inside, like I always bring up, is you still have to actually be paying attention. There's something that... That's true. It's different. And so there's a unique place for video games like this that I do appreciate. I think another, you know, you kind of made me think about this too. Modern games are getting more and more bloated, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but they are taking up more and more time. We've talked about the open world, you know, attrition, basically. The checklists are continuing to grow. Yes. And so a game that comes out like this that you can knock out in a couple hours, maybe you spend five hours, 10 hours with, like that's nothing compared to like, all these newer games. Mm. And I think uh, having a balance of that probably is what some of these publishers are looking at too. Like, all right, they spent 120 hours on two games. Okay. Let's throw in a two hour experience. Well, and uh, there's a part of me that thinks we're going to, the market is almost going to get more extreme. I feel like we're going to see on the front end games that continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's more to do. Cause you know, uh, especially from the developer side, especially the publisher side, they want people living in these games. We're heading to that point where it's like, let's keep monetizing them anyway. That's we can. true. Yeah. And I think there is going to be more and more space for those quick hit games that a lot of people will see. And I think that's where the market's headed. There's going to be experiences you can play a hundred plus hours in, and there's going to be a whole bunch of these like three to five hour games. And I, and I, I think they will be, yeah. I think there'll be in between single player games. Cause you know, we thought those were dying before, but they're, they're sticking around. They're doing right. just fine. Look at all those switch sales. <laughs> they're oh, fine. Yes. I don't think we've talked about this yet. How do you feel this being the first entrance into this series? Is it approachable for people? Were you confused? 
anything like that. I mean, I don't feel like there's anything confusing. Uh, now, again, I say that with the caveat of if there is a heavy story in one through three, I'm missing that. I clearly don't see that. So I'm a little naive in that sense. But I didn't feel like at any point I was confused. Like I understood as soon as the game started, they almost kind of have like a prologue, that first yeah, little section cool. of the map. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, I feel like I understood exactly what was going on while I was playing. I didn't feel lost at any point. I think we probably would have lost some nostalgia doses. Yes. Returning that's, characters that's and different, stuff like though. that. Yeah, that's different. That ha- that happens with a lot of games because, I mean, you can you can think of almost any franchise that comes out. It's There's going to be moments where if you've played something older something hits and it's like oh that's a you know that's a calling card or an easter egg for the fans yeah and so if something hitting harder for them doesn't i don't think takes away from it depends how they implement in the game but i don't think it takes away from a newbie like us yeah no i, I think it just helps emphasize for those fans yeah, that's like they, a cool little there's like yeah they're they're gonna like that even more and if we enjoyed it with being new i think it is very approachable even <laughs> i love the beat em up thing like you're fighting all this way in the skyscraper office building and then they just jump out the window at the <laughs> level. i always <laughs> i always find the absurdity absurdness of those types of things well, interesting you know the thing that i would say too is is I, if i remember correctly in the menu system you can actually switch back to the original soundtrack in this game too which is pretty yeah cool. which is awesome so i actually don't know i almost wonder if this game does a disservice to the original in the sense the trilogy in the sense that if you've played this i don't even know if there's a reason to go back i'm sure there is people that you know and i'm sure that's absurd from fans of this series yeah, but i'm yeah, like exactly at least for me i get, I get what you mean yeah though. i have like i got what i wanted out of this i don't have any reason to go back do you think if they release number five would you be willing to try it out again yeah that, not again but you know try uh, out yeah, the series be, again again couch co-op i, I don't I think I I enjoy the struggle and kind of just going through it and just kind of having a little fun. Apparently, I need to have a Dr. Pepper, and <laughs> we'll just go from there. But yeah, I I don't have an issue. Like I would absolutely be interested, but I wouldn't go out of my way. Like if they released it and it wasn't, uh, it, and maybe this is telling. I don't know. I wouldn't have. I don't know if I would have paid money for this. I you think know, the fact oh again, because I'm, of your Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah, that's interesting. I think now here's an interesting counterpoint. If I had paid money for had paid money for this, like I got on the Switch or something like that, I might be more apt to play it again to get your money's worth. Yes. So that that's an interesting question, but I, I still think it's worth your time, money wise. Who knows? That's kind of more on the beholder, you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of more on the beholder. Kind of more on the person who's playing the game. Yeah, I okay. the beholder. Gotcha. I just skipped I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got I got you. I feel you now. Yeah. Well, so I guess that would actually also be telling then if. I don't know if I'd want to spend money to play it. And you're saying if you spend money, that's incentive to replay it. I don't know if that's necessarily points in its favor, but I would say that I'm not, this is not a negative recommendation for me. I would recommend this. I just, I don't have any intention of playing anymore. I got what I wanted out of it, which is a good thing. There's Um, plenty of games. I, you guys should know. I don't finish. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I mean the animation alone, you're going to love it. If you love the style of game, you're going to love it. I just I I'm high praising it without with recommending it with but it's not for me and that's okay touche so let's get on a little quick bits one thing I do want to point out a lot of variety in the level designs the boss designs so you're gonna love it no I actually the animation and the boss designs and the music would be the three standouts for me 
which is good in this style of game, I believe. There is so much love and care put into this game from an animation art style perspective, like you were saying that you love it in that regard. You can just tell the developers treated this with care, and that's always lovely to see. We completed 12 levels. We never got <laughs> a higher rating than a B, and we got four of those, and then all the we rest ne- were we, we never hit an A? No, and all oh, the rest were Cs, man. so we are noobs to this franchise and this department of gaming. Yeah, we probably should have like led department the Department of gaming, genre of gaming. Department of gaming. <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna add that. We probably should have We probably should have added our ratings like to the beginning of the podcast. People have a relative idea of our skill level. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I played as Blaze Fielding, a returning character. She is freaking dope. I liked her a lot. And Larry played as a new character, Floyd Irea. Irea? Looks like Jax from Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes. No, I enjoyed my character. I didn't have... I, I liked the moveset. Yeah, I was more an agile character. You were more a heavy hitter, which I, it was a good combo for us. Which I've noticed. I've started doing this in games. I used to always like to either be the caster or the really speedy characters. And recently... I think it was Monster Hunter was the game that really started changing it. I love the big old slamming great swords and just the massive damage. It's because you're older and slower now. I think so. I'm starting. <laughs> I'm really starting to like become me within games. So there you have it. If you haven't played this particular game but are a fan of this genre, I can safely say both of us recommend jumping in on this one. Streets of Rage Four may not have the brothers back anytime soon, but we both had a lot of fun button mashing our way through it. And in the end, isn't that what we are all looking for anyway?